Have you ever been to a psychic? Once in my life. Really? What happened? <sighs> so like this kid, he just like kicked me. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, we should be friends. And then he's like, yeah. And then like he's he said, you're my psychic. And then and then one day this other kid comes by, and then we're like in a fight, and then the other kid like dies. Like, yeah. Like he gets hurt, and then my sidekick days were over. Okay. Mm -hmm. Did you did you think I said sidekick? Yeah. <laughs> I said psychic. Do you know what a psychic is? No. Do you know what a psychic is? Nope. A psychic is someone who tells you your future. Oh. Yeah. No. Wait, yeah. Oh, wait, I knew. Have you guys heard of that? I just thought it was called sidekick. My name is Nancy Howard, and this is my number one, a show where I generally ask my friends what their number one healer is, and then I go try it. Last week, I went to a Mexican corandera. I had a nightmare, and I moved out of my house. This week, I'm staying at a friend's house and looking for a place to live. Like Vince Gilligan wrote Breaking Bad out of frustration. Right. Couldn't get anything off the ground after X-Files, and I believe he said to somebody, I don't know, I'm just gonna drive around in an RV and sell meth, and out of that darkness came, came out, you know? So I'm not driving around selling meth out of my RV yet, but um, I moved into my friend Claire's place for a couple of weeks, and I soon realized the place that I thought I was gonna get just kept on falling through. And the holidays were approaching, and with the holidays, all the holiday parties, There's nothing quite so alarming as hanging out with your successful friends when you're temporarily homeless and desperately looking for a place to live. But I put on the best face I could and I did up the party as if I didn't have a care in the world. So I wanted to do a podcast of the person who actually did the podcast that you did. And I ran into my old friend, Danny Passer. Going into the Sweat Lodge, I've already done it. I was like, oh, I, I've done it. And rather than bore him with the realities of my current situation, we just started talking about the podcast. Going into deprivation tank, yes. But the art of tidying. Daniel Passer happens to be a Cirque du Soleil clown. Danny has one of those jobs that I like to throw around as a humble brag to anybody who will listen. I'll say, oh, my friend Danny, who's a Cirque du Soleil clown, said. And about two years ago, Danny and I got into a conversation about whose life is more interesting. And we had a contest for a month on Instagram where we had to post what we did every day. We would be like calling each other. I've never done so much shit in my life, from turtle races to drag queen bowling. The end of the month could not come soon enough. Let me just say this, you guys really changed your whole life. I know. 
and our friends would vote on who won for the day. But at the end of the month, we just called it a truce. I'm going skiing in Utah. I was the best self. So needless to say, he shares my love of doing strange and wonderful things, and I asked him if he had a number one. Well, it's a psychic in New York. Yeah. She also does handwriting analysis for the FBI, the CIA. She's called the English Psychic. The name I'll have to find. And it just so happened that I was going to New York City to see my family for Christmas. And I thought, there's no way I'm going to do this for myself, but maybe I'll get this for my sister as a Christmas gift. Because I've been to a psychic once, and I'm still recovering. When I first moved to LA in my 20s, I had a friend who was a big TV star at the time. And she told me that she was going to this world famous psychic. She was very expensive. And I asked her if I could come tag along just so I could hear about how it went. I want to go to one so badly. I've never been to one. Oh my God. I okay. I want them to tell me good things that are gonna happen to me tomorrow. <laughs> and about the job I'm gonna to get tomorrow. Or at least, it's, for me, it's all about security. I wanna know what the timeline is until I feel secure. So we went up to the psychic's house just above sunset. She went into the office while I sat in the living room. And there was a woman there in a wheelchair and she talked with a, a little lisp out of the side of her mouth like this. But when it came my turn, she said, uh, Oh, you're never going to have to work a day in your life. And, I, and I, that's kind of true, because I've been unemployed now for a third of my life. And we started to talk, and I asked her if she was related to the world-famous psychic in the other room, and she said, no, she's an old friend of mine. And I said, oh, um, have you ever had a reading done by her? And she said, as a matter of fact, I have. And I asked her to tell me what it was like. She said, you have the universe on your shoulder. And I said, are you saying that everything's weighing me down? She said, no, something about a globe, something about a globe. And I said, oh, universal, universal. Mm. I just did something with universal. And she goes, no, that's not it. The world famous psychic told her that she'd be driving along the highway one day and someone would shoot into the car and it would hit her and she would get in a horrible car crash and that it would take her a long time to recover but that she would live. And she even told her the highway that she'd be driving on. And she said, oh my God, that's the highway I take to go see my mother. And she says, don't visit your mother. At the time, I was wondering if, if I should, would, could have another child. And the young woman that I met with told me that there were two potential baby bees to come through, both boys, and that it would be okay if they didn't come. What did you do? I did not choose to come through. And of course, she did not take the psychic's advice. And one day, she was driving down the highway to visit her mother, and some crazy man with a rifle shot into the car, through her mouth, and out the other side. She veered off the highway, got into a horrible car crash, 
and is now paralyzed. When my friend came out of the room, she seemed shaken, and the world-famous psychic followed right behind her, looked at me, and said, do we have an appointment? And I said, no, I'm just here with my friend. And she said, why don't you come in and talk to me? And I was like, uh, I don't have any money. And she said, that's okay. I'd like to talk to you. I was still shaking about the story that her friend had told me. But I went in and I sat down. And first she told me some things that were very accurate about my life. I had just broken up with my boyfriend. I had moved here from New York City. I came from a big family. And then she told me I would be very successful when I was much older. And I said, how much older? Like 40? And she said, no. And suddenly we started to argue as I tried to bargain her down to a lower age. And she said, look, I'm not controlling your fate, Nancy. I'm just telling you what I see. And back then, that was really disturbing news. But as I get older, I tend to hang on those words and hope that she might be right. And after the session, I asked my friend what the psychic told her. And she said, the psychic told her that she was going to quit acting, move home, and get married. And we laughed at the time because she was quite famous. And then... That's exactly what she did. And since then, I've avoided psychics like the plague, not because I don't believe in them, but because I believe in them a little too much. So I put Daniel's recommendation in the back of my head and set about finding my dream home. And after putting all of my requirements into Zillow, just to see what would come up, I found it. It is a classic valley cottage. It has a very nice pool in the backyard and a beautiful um, tree in the front yard that provides shade in the summer. So I called up my storage place, made a quick delivery, put everything into the house, and I flew out to my sister's place in New York City for the holidays. Do you remember when I was like eight and I got hit by a car? Yes. Okay, okay, that was psychic. My sister Deb is the real psychic in the family. I mean, you were going to the bakery, yeah. and then you were going to come home, and it took longer than it should have. Right. And you walked in, and I said you got hit by a car, didn't you? That's just one of the stories I can tell you about my sister and her skills. The other being that two weeks before having this conversation, my sister had a dream that the stock market was going to crash and she sold a lot of her stocks. And on that very day, this happened. So unless you're gonna believe that the sky really is falling and that the central banks are, are all gonna melt down and we're all gonna die and, and The stock market crashed. And I called my money manager and said, I wanna go to cash. And he said, Oh no, like there's some election jitters and things like that that will happen in November, but all signs are full steam ahead. But my sister just dismisses all of this as just having good intuition. So I thought, what better gift to give her over Christmas than Daniel's number one psychic, Paula Roberts, the English psychic. So I texted Paula, 
I said I wanted to take my sister and she wrote back, great, I'll see you at five and your sister at six. And I wrote back and said, no, I think there's been a communication problem. Actually, I just want my sister to go. And then she sent me a compendium of all of her work for the past 30 years. And I got totally sucked in and I said, okay, I'll come with her. I always say in a reading, especially first reading, if somebody hears something they don't think makes any sense, say to themselves, Pippa nonsense, what does she know? And get on with it. <laughs> okay. Know, I really mean that. And after I saw Paula, I sat down with Danny to work through what I had just heard. So the birds, she has two birds. Did she have birds? Oh yeah, parakeets or parrots? Yeah. Couple last couple of months, you've been looking at your options. Knowing that you've got several very good options, this is Korea. The sound of birds? Yeah. Very relaxing. Yeah. <laughs> Constantly. Yeah. Do I do a good? You do. Soothing. Wow, I'm re- I really feel like I nailed that. Yeah, that should be on your list. I remember she knew how many brothers I had. Mm-hmm. She knew their ages and what our age difference was. And then also, I mean, it made me change my handwriting. I actually changed. Character analysis shown through the subconscious response in handwriting. She told me that my handwriting sloped far to the left, uh-huh. which she said was a sign of either independent thinking, completely independent thinking, yeah. or a psychopath. <laughs> so you were like, I'm going to go to the right. I consciously changed. <laughs> I mean, I lean my whole body to you know the right what? when I sign That's my signature. That's kind of a psychopathic oh, thing know, to do. I know I'm only making it worse. <laughs> Three quarters of the population's handwriting slips to the right. <clears throat> people-oriented people, the emotionally responsive people. Your handwriting is very firmly up and down. Actually, it's even got a little tiny movement off to the left. She kind of said, when you apply for jobs and you're signing a signature, yeah. you may want to think about signing it with a slant to your right (laughs) so they think you will behave they think you'll behave in a way that's socially acceptable wow well i'm just straight up and down i'm just like i don't know what that means slightly to the left did she say that Mm -hmm. oh my god so you think i should do the same maybe we're both psychopaths (laughs) i think we could that's why we're (laughs) we're drawn to each each other other. yeah it's even got a little tiny movement off to the left so you're basically you're independent but that's also ambivert you can move between introverted and extroverted basically and then the second one was all about a specific date that you're going to get this job offer that's going to change your life and did she say because at the time you were not a clown right no how did you get the audition they saw a show that i had done five years previous and they called you and they called me out of the blue oh my god and i went in out and the day that I got the call was the date that she had sent. I wonder if I would have been even open to going on that path of that job, of being with Cirque, of traveling, of doing all of this stuff, if I hadn't had that this call. idea that that date wow. is going to be when there's going to be a major shift. She also had really good news for me on the career front. Yep, good news coming in. Oh, great. Now, that means two things. It means um, if you've got projects out there, they're being well-received, mm-hmm. or it's a good time to get stuff out. Okay. Oh, she did talk about health. 
history of cancer in my family. Mm -hmm. Before I went in to see her, I had radically changed my diet. To vegetarianism? At that point, I was raw vegan. And I went on this, the lemonade fast, the the master cleanse for 30 days. I ended up, like, I felt great, but I was only being called in for roles for Holocaust survivors. Like, I know a great Holocaust survivor. He's been on a cleanse for 30 days. And I was like, I feel great. Mm-hmm. And she said, whatever it is that you've done in terms of diet has changed your DNA for what this hereditary thing is with your family. So that you won't get cancer? That was what she said. But to me, she said something quite different. For ethical reasons, and I'm sorry I could be wrong, I don't choose to use the word health. I prefer using, if I must, um, well-being. I just wanted there's something a little bit out of sync here. Get it checked out. Don't keep putting it to one side. Don't keep sort of putting up with it because you don't need to. And she's already correct about the health problem I had because very soon after that, I had an abscessed tooth and I ended up having to get emergency dental surgery. Oh, my uh, God. Now, were there any things in this, in this interview where you were... Oof, how could she possibly know? The car? <laughs> I've got a man around you <laughs> who seems to be, this is a real strange thing, um, lost a car that's very important to him. I was about to donate my car to a nonprofit organization and buy a new car. And when I got home, I got a call from Chris Henriksen, who runs the organization. He's like, this guy really needs your car. His car broke down and he can't get to work. I wonder if there's something in her being able to really just be an expert at reading people. Right. But I mean, how do you read someone has a car? And then other things where there's no possible way yeah. she would be able to tell me what she told me. I also think you're moving, by the way. Um, I just moved. Okay, right. And one of them was... A divorce. One of them was a divorce that she predicted. Yeah. And she said specific things about why it wasn't a good match. And then she told two of my best friends that one of their best friends is getting a divorce. Was the specific thing she's having an affair? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Because that would be, that would be it rough. Was, that would be too <laughs> spot on. Can you imagine? That would be too spot oh, on. Oh, wow. Was she having an affair? At that point? You don't know. I... I don't think that that had happened yet. Oh my, yet? Uh, well, what did she say? She said, this is somebody you can't trust. This is somebody who who basically their relationship with the truth is not. Oh. Like, so it was really She was saying, like, just, even this though. Is, this is somebody who, who lies. And once again, Danny and I got the exact opposite information. In my case, Paula saw something really surprising. What I'm seeing here is an excellent choice of either career path and or a partner. Now, if it's a partner, I don't know yet, you can't say anything, um, it's the one perfect choice. I'm wondering if you have got a marriage card here, but it seems to be recent. And somebody who looks in many ways, I think it's the same as I saw earlier, but I'm seeing a different different eyes here, somebody really quite similar to yourself. I even look at me like you. A man kept popping up into our discussions, 
and it just so happened I had met someone just before I left for the trip, but we hadn't even been out on a date. Um, strong wills, both of you. I'm not going to call it a battle of wills because you look equal. And as I was racking my head to think who this could be, I threw out his first name as a possibility, and she put down some tarot cards. Ooh. He's got children. Wow. That's that's big. Yeah. I mean he's very bright. We just met. What would you do, Danny, if you were on a first date with someone and they were like, um, a psychic said that we were getting married. Yeah. I think they were insane. Yeah. Yeah. So I came back and I was like completely, he, he texts me like, let's, let's hang out. And I was like, um, you know, and I kept putting it off because it was too, it was too much. Right. It took like two weeks to finally go out. And then when we did, it was like, um, it was not good. We did not have a great date. I'm going to be honest. And have you seen each other since then? No, no. Screwed with my head. Couldn't get it out of my head. Yeah. What do you think about the... You think I'm going to get married now because of her? I'm pretty sure. The thing is that... And then what better story to tell on your anniversary? <laughs> Here's the other thing, Danny. I don't know if I should put this out. <laughs> do you think I should... Do you think I... How do I do it? No, you can't run away from fate. This is the thing. This, putting this podcast out, may actually draw your future husband to you. (laughs) If this was me in real life and I wasn't thinking about that, what would I do? And that's what I'm trying to do. Right. Is not act on something simply because a psychic told me to. Right, right, right. That, That, I think, is a good strategy. And yet, I also think maybe what she does is wake up the potential for something like this to happen. Yeah, I will say this. Um, It was the first time I realized how unprepared I was to get married. So stay tuned. Currently, my name is Nancy Hauer, and this is my number one. Thanks to Danny Passer. I'm going to be looking for an outfit. Do you want to speak at the wedding? I do. I feel like it's important. I I do too. I mean, if something happens, you're 100% going to do the toast. I wouldn't mind uh, officiating. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I actually think you'd be great at that. How many times have you done that already? Only once. Okay. Because I could tell you're that type of guy. I'm very curious what will happen within the next year. Yeah. Just to see how many of these things hit. I know. I didn't think... A lot we're going to hit. Deb Perkins. She said, I'm fit as a flea. Nice. I'm extremely healthy. Good. That I used to run, but I shouldn't run anymore. Mm-hmm. True. Kirk Ward. They go outside, shut the stage door, and Annie Griffith lights up a cigarette and goes, ah, I still got it. <sighs> Dak Galinsky. 
you know, I think we kind of connected very quickly and that, that's important to me. I was actually looking for a tenant that I like. Um, so it was a very good first impression. Darius Logan. Uh, I went to a psychic when I was a kid. Did, what did she tell you? She told me that I should stay off of fences because I was going to fall. Dina Platias. And then I met someone from this uh, management company called Atlas. And I was like, oh, this is it. This is it. No. no. She goes, no, that's not it. Spencer Peck and Francesca Argila. This is for you, all of you viewers. <coughs> Great. Marsha Gay Harden. I see all this stuff and I'm like, oh. So this came from the, the minimalism, came from your podcast. Yeah. The white. Yeah. The healing colors. The pool in the backyard. I like could go almost go through each of your podcasts and go, this came from that. And of course, Paula Roberts, the English psychic. This is the general reading. Before I move ahead, um, disclaimers, the first of which is always I can be wrong. I can be talking about things entirely in the future. Or when we hear something we believe we know, we're busy copying that together. For more information on Paula or any other healers, please see the link in the bio. Enter at your own risk. And I can be found on Instagram at my number one podcast. It's really tough to figure out if I should put this out in the podcast. <laughs> it makes for a great podcast, but it also fiddles with the continuum. Well, here's what here's here's what I think. I think it's all part of it. Hmm. I think if you do put it out there, that that is meant to be in terms of where this all leads. This is for you, all of you viewers. <coughs> Great. <laughs>